from her Did I make you realize that she's the only one you die for? I hope this works. Well, that didn't work. Buh, buh, buh. Earbuds and earworms. I'm Amy, the apologist shepherd, <laughs> and this is I'm Mitchell Whoopsadoodle Manly. Oh, well, it's not a whoopsadoodle because you like actually did like a really like you didn't whoopsadoodle anything. Right. I'm usually pretty good, but you know, you you have a lot of jobs that you do, and so you're allowed <laughs> to mess up every once in a while. Every once in a while, and then not fix it for like three days. Three days. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that painful for you knowing that this? It, it was there? a little bit, if I'm being honest. But hey, you know. I mean, it is what it is, and if that's the first like real editing snafu that we've had, yeah, there's, there's been a cough that gets missed here and there, but other than that, yeah, nothing, nothing like you know too bad. So I this mean, is the first week in two years that I've been part of the show that had I, an editing problem, a massive editing problem where I didn't very bad, delete but, a whole track of something, or it was, it was just bad. I'm sorry, and I didn't notice for days because I think. Well, see, I'm narcissistic, and I listen. <laughs> I listen to all of our episodes again, so I can hear myself talk. Yeah, and uh, and so yeah, I got about three minutes in, and I was like, Ruh -ruh. and then you're like, uh oh, I can't hear myself talk. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, oops. Yep. Now that's how the sausage is made. Um, so I figured we might as well make a theme out of it, right? Sure. So that's. I think that's a. It seemed like a pretty decent theme. Yeah, so. just like uh, accidents <laughs> and mistakes and. What, how did we define it? It was like mistakes, general whoopsies. And uh, <laughs> unintended consequences. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like, yeah. So, you know, it's the fun stuff. Um, what did you bring this week, Mitchell? So I'm going to start us with Gen Jenny Owens Young's Fuck Was I. Love plows through me like a dozer. I've got more give than a bale of hay. And there's always a big seems like most songs about mistakes are usually about mistakes in love so i figured this uh, particular example would be an excellent start to the episode uh, in the lyrics she talks about falling in love in the first place being a mistake you know she describes love as growing in her like a tumor uh, she likens it to a parasite exploiting a host and she kind of nails that bittersweet feeling of like knowing while still in the process of falling in love that you're just setting yourself up for heartache and, you know, I've had my fair share of heartbreaks and like some of them were really rough and kind of left me in a hole for a little while. But I've been lucky enough, you know, so far to not grow cynical and I can still appreciate those flourishing lovey feels and like even acknowledging that those feelings are often fleeting. 
and, and it can just as easily be me falling out of love with the other person as, as it can be them falling out of love with you. So you just have to like resign yourself to that unpredictability and, and do all you can to like nourish your relationships. Even after those initial chemicals wear off, uh, you know, even at my most Zen though, there's always that day or two after where I'm just laying in bed. Like what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess, goodness gracious, I've I've uh, always been a believer in just, let's just see where this goes. Right, sure. And, you know, how she describes putting her hand on the skillet. And she's like, yeah, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get burned. But that's always how I've approached, like, every relationship. Because, like, you know what? You don't, you, how are you supposed to know if them feels are going to last right. forever? It, it takes a little bit of optimism. Yeah. yeah real, you know. Like, Remember, every relationship you're ever going to have is going to fail and set until one doesn't. Right, sure. So you might as well just be perfectly comfortable, even though, like, sometimes you are like, oh, God, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, that that was so obvious. <laughs> there are so many red flags on that one. Sure. But not, not this current one. Dakota right. seems He's fine. all right. Yeah, he's good. He's good. <laughs> I don't... It's not about Dakota, um, but there is like this bend in the in her voice that is so charming. Yeah. Especially, I love any way that you can like sing sweetly the word "fuck." I agree. It's yeah. so cute, and it's it's very much like a little waltz. You have some strings in there, and it's just I just thought it was so good. Like even the metaphors, like you know, the dump truck and the hay bales and all that stuff. Like it's it's just sort of sweet and nice, and I like it. Yeah. It's it's a very it's a it's a very sweetly sung bitter song. Yeah, exactly. So it's just um it's one of those things I like. But <laughs> uh I went um well look, I'm the one who made the mistake last week. Yeah. <laughs> so this week I brought a song by James Figurine called Apologies. realized how like super super self-obsessed it is to say my apology is a gift right yeah, exactly you're right <laughs> sorry i mean y'all guys should forgive me but you know either way uh but yeah remember when i uploaded like a terrible episode and didn't fix it for a long time yeah also i don't beat myself up about mistakes at all ever yeah surely not not you yeah not me not at all but um it's like this is an older song. I just had never heard it before. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like goofy. The video's goofy. It's an upbeat tune with like quiet, somber vocals. And it's like this really bad CGI guy holding a yeah. really bad CGI flower and then some CGI dancing. But it's cool. Flowers? It's characteristic. Yeah. It's yeah. 
Uh, 2006 was an interesting time. Yeah. So pop quiz. Yeah. Let's see if you did your research this week. Oh, hell no, I didn't. <laughs> so uh, James Figurine uh, is, uh, the, it's one of the pseudonyms of a guy named Dental, D-N-T-E-L. Uh, have you ever heard of the Postal Service? Uh, yeah, I know the Postal Service. So that's Ben Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie. Right. And, and Dental does all the oh, production. And that's there's the same one, guy. He's the guy that was receiving Ben Gibbard's Correct. emails. Because they were doing, it was Postal Service because they were emailing this stuff back got and it. forth. So I, you got a you got a 75 on this for knowing that much. Well, I only know that because I was in a <laughs> class um, in 2004 or five uh, about, um, it was, was it 3D imaging? I don't know. It's whatever my one computer class for my sculpture degree sure. was. And uh, that we listened to the Postal Service like nonstop. Yeah. For, like, every it's it's a really class. great record. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this is the other guy in the Postal Service. I can... You know, I, I've he's got that like little squish. Yeah, exactly. And it, whenever you listen to the production, if you go back and listen to the production on the song, okay. you can really tell that sort of characteristic bleeps and bloops of that particular dude. That's good. Uh, yeah. So this song makes a great point that we all make mistakes, and you know that to err is human. But the most important thing is to apologize when you've realized your mistakes. Uh, apologies are a gift, and I think that they're the glue that hold any good relationship in place, whether it's like a romantic or a platonic relationship. You know, it's important to admit when you're wrong, and it's also important to admit when you feel someone has done you wrong you know uh when you apologize you show that you've really given your actions some thought and that you're reflecting on the impact that you have on others and i think that's an important and valuable quality in a friend and like apologizing makes the other person feel valued and validated and you know keep your relationship strong uh equally as important though uh is forgiveness to those who deserve it you know when when someone has genuinely reflected on something they did wrong and shown authentic intention to change or act differently in the future we should value them enough to forgive them and and support their efforts to do better you know we all make mistakes we have to learn to learn to be better to one another and okay. uh, improve our interactions and we can forgive Amy for <laughs> messing up the editing because she's genuinely sorry and she's made her apology and I believe she's going to do a better job this week. I, uh, yes. And for no other reason than the fear that she might accidentally do it again. <laughs> but also that I, um, the, <laughs> I had just gotten off like my second 12 hour shift when I edited that show yeah. and I was, it was a wreck of an evening. So I was just like, okay, I did this fine. And I uploaded it and sent it to the, without even looking at like the greater tracks that's i would have right. noticed exactly what happened but like i had to go back and i was like oh that's what it kind of hurts but i was not the only one who was like you know thinking about mistakes and apologies this week we did get quite a uh, quite a few submissions mm -hmm. and um I'm, I'm really excited i i liked your first submission which was a, a the beautiful britney spears song right yeah. yeah oops i did it again <laughs> yeah it was awesome um but ben is our first ear buddy this week and ben brings a tim fights big mistake time time it is everything if you've got nothing but time Me, well, I 
And then says, I'm only submitting one, and it's one of my favorite songs of all time, which I can see why, because yeah, Ben, totally. like, Ben is very electronic based mm-hmm. and like there's so many like um like cheeky little nods to mistakes that sounds like they might be a mistake but they're so absolutely intentional like those like weird guitar skip like not guitar skips but like cd skip situation things going on and then um yeah and i i think there's a ukulele do you think there's a ukulele in the song yeah it's it's it sounds like a ukulele to me there's also an auto harp uh, which is yeah one of those big sort of trapezoidal shaped things with, with the buttons, the buttons on it and yeah the strumming and like every grandmother I think there's like a play it. yeah exactly yeah i think there's a, a xylophone or a, a a glockenspiel in there as well somewhere some sort of bell situation so yeah. very dense mix it's it's a fun mix and like they're so it's just cheeky it like is it. very cheeky. Like, of course, Ben brings something that cheeky, and it's awesome. So, yeah, yeah. T- Tim Fight is a new name to me, but uh, the what? song... Wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's surprising. Who are you, Mitchell? But uh, the song was released on Anti Records, which is known for signing a lot of really fringe folk artists who blur the genre a little bit, the most notable being Tom Waits. Uh, and on this Tim Fight song, you can hear, like, the glitchy electronics and, like, the really impenetrable sarcasm in the lyrics. Lots of weird uh, vocal stuff going on, extra vocal layering and all that kind of stuff. And all that just kind of amps up the song from being just a kitschy folk tune and kind of turn it into into something a bit more impressive and sonically engaging. I really love the tone and, like, the irony in this one, especially that line that everyone gets one big mistake, but he's saving his one big mistake for some pivotal moment where he can just destroy everything in the most spectacular way. And I just totally relate to that idea because I'm naturally, like, an anxious and sort of catastrophizing person and often use humor and sarcasm to deal with those feelings. So this idea of, like, saving up one big mistake and just ruining everything forever definitely appeals to that more acerbic part of my brain. <laughs> the part is like, burn it down. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, burn it down. Um, I do want, I can't resist um, just noting that Tom Waits and then Tim Fight. Ah, yeah, it's yeah. like uh, the last name, verb, verb last names. Yeah, yeah. I was just in the, those three-letter T names. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I thought that was fascinating. I just noticed it listening to you. <laughs> Sorry. Just the little things that get us through life. I have, I've been drinking a lot of coffee lately. <laughs> <laughs> but um, our next year buddy is Lauren, who brings the best future me hates me. Lauren says, um, this is a band we came across last year singing about making a mistake and falling in love, knowing future them is going to hate them for it. 
First of all, I had to investigate Lauren and get like totally like Facebook stalkery because mm-hmm. I thought she might be a TBTL 10. Right. But yeah. I don't think she is. Yeah, and sure. um, but this was a song of the summer like a couple of years ago. And I got real salty about it because my uh, my choice got to the final two songs and then the best one. And my my choice was Tessa Violet's Crush. Right. Which is still, it's still a jam. They're both jams. I'm just saying. I'm still a little salty about it. And, but I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. I've, I'm, I'm I remember Crush and it was a very good song. Yes. But this one might deserve to beat it out by just a little bit. It's I a mean, really, really good really, one. It's a really, really good song. I just, I'm competitive. Yeah, sure. And that's it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like there's something, there's something so brutally honest, I think, much like with your song. It's like, okay, <laughs> look what I'm doing. Gonna do it. Right. Pretending yeah. like I'm not gonna get myself hurt. And I really, I think, I love, love songs that are kind of like that. I don't know. They're just good. Just a tinge of bitterness and yeah. a tinge of. A bitterness at the beginning. Cause you're like, right, oh, yeah. this is, a, this is a terrible idea. Yeah. I could get hurt real bad, but let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yep. Yeah, this one seems to be the more upbeat and poppy version of what the fuck was I thinking? Uh, you know, lamenting the mistake of falling in love, but being a bit more brash about it. Uh, I've heard of the Beths in passing, but this is the first time I've actually listened to their music. It's 100% some Mitchell Manley <laughs> shit. Uh, it's got the lady vocals, lots of harmonies and background vocals. Got the super power poppy chord progressions. The guitar tones are especially well produced here, like really crispy, crunchy guitars that still, you know, somehow maintain that warmth and breadth breadth to the sound. And then they they drop into like the dreamy, noodly, shimmery guitars that emulate that dreamy feeling of falling in love. And then the fuzzy guitars drop back in and like shatter the illusion. It's just super catchy, super well produced, just brilliant jam. I love this one. Is this four on the floor? Um, I think parts of it have that sort of four on the floor feeling to it. I, I think I might like have kick to... drum on every beat. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's because the kick drums on the floor. You got it. I figured it out. Yeah. I only took two years. <laughs> two years. Yeah. Four on the floor. I'm sure you've probably drum, explained yeah. this before. I'm pretty. It's sure. likely, but yeah. you know, you know. Sometimes you got to hear something a few times for it to sink in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ooh, but, shiny. <laughs> Ooh, very shiny. Uh, like those guitars. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh. Brian V is our next year buddy. He brought Minute Works. It's a mistake. After the laughter has died away, and all the boys have had their fun. No surface noise now, not much to say. We got the bad guys on the run. Don't try to say you're sorry. And Brian says this video is a mistake and the song is almost as equal. And I don't know if he's serious because A, I didn't watch the video and I like the song, so it's definitely the song not a mistake. It's a really awesome song. Like it's so it's made to make you happy. Yeah. I love pop music. Pop music is the best. But it's like super synthy goodness and like 
the Deuterino can hold some like notes. Oh man. man, Colin Hay has a great voice. Yeah, and I'm glad people know broader parts of like bands' catalogs than like the stuff that hits the top forty. Because otherwise, I would never have heard of this sure. song before my like ever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Most people only know Minute Work for their song "Down Under." Yeah, yeah. come from the land down under. And you can hear it in the voice; like he yeah. definitely has the the ability. Right. It's it's a great and catchy song, but if you're familiar with the less popular hits, like "Who Can It Be Now," and uh, my personal favorite, "Overkill," uh, you'll know how how incredible of a vocalist and lyricist Colin Hay is. He's got a lot of range. He makes a lot of those big jumps from like the lower register into the high register quite a bit. And it gives his voice this really emotive, bluesy kind of straining sound, but without actually straining his voice. and just makes his vocal sound really emotional and emphatic. Uh, Peter Gabriel has a similar quality to a lot of his vocals. Uh, lyrically, I think this song's pretty poignant. He seems to be singing about the fear of nuclear war and like having to hide out in bunkers and watching other citizens kind of toe the line of, of politicians and military forces. And like essentially pointing out that like once the bombs drop, there's no going back and saying, oh, that was a mistake. Like there's there's no good side to the introduction of nuclear arms and uh, in 1983 when the song came out like as relations between NATO and the Soviet Union were getting a little out of hand Minute Work decided to drop this epic to uh, to reflect just how terrifying that was to pretty much everyone in the world so yeah terrifying things happening in the world yeah, yeah who, 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 who would have who, who would have guessed such things might happen yeah who who would think that like. I mean, luckily, we haven't had any other more terrifying things happen. Yeah, not yeah. since the 1983 NATO-Soviet <laughs> yeah. Union squabbles. Yeah, but now it's fine. Everything's fine. It's, it's all great. fine. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, Helen, um, Helen definitely knows the way to my heart because she brought a Metrics uh, song calculation theme. Half the horizon's gone. Skyline of numbers. Half the horizon's gone. just won't add up um like i'm pretty sure everybody knows that i like metric uh since i found out they existed on the scott pilgrim soundtrack (laughs) (laughs) because i'm that lame uh it sounds like a little more low-key than what i'm used to them sounding like they're normally like a little more poppier and um i just there's i just like it it's a this whatever pen a piano synthy thing that's happening it feels like you're noodling around on like maybe a toy Mm -hmm. and i i really really like it and it makes it somewhat nostalgic and cool it's just they always do cool stuff that's what metric does yeah they're a really great band i've been a fan of metric for a while now and i really love their sound 
It's got the trappings of like the standard standard singer songwriter stuff that you might expect from like Tori Amos or Fiona Apple, but with a lot more electronic drums and synthesizers. Evokes a little bit of that '80s new wave style, but also kind of hints at like a more contemporary dancey synth pop sound as well. Uh, I think that the focus on like electronic elements while still maintaining something very grounded and organic is kind of what sets Metric apart from a lot of their peers. Uh, lyrically, this one seems to take the opposite perspective of people having their heart broken in some of the other songs, you know, instead singing from the perspective of someone who's noticing that things just aren't adding up the same way anymore and realizing they're just going through the motions with this other person, mainly out of routine. And she's sort of realizing that, you know, it's not going to hang on much longer. And no matter which side of that you're on, it always sucks to feel like your relationship was a mistake. But it's interesting to hear the perspective of the person who sees that the love is gone and, and who has to break away. You know, it's really easy to kind of villainize that person when you're the one being left behind. But the song kind of shows that it's not always malicious. Sometimes, you know, things just don't add up anymore. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And it's better to rip off the band-aid. Right. Sure. Before like 50 years has gone by. Yeah, absolutely. Like Or like after kids and you know ex- who knows like well you know there's all sorts of stuff and like that but like it's i don't know i guess you i we do have a tendency to villainize whoever leaves right i've i've especially like right at out of, like in high school and right out of high school yeah. it's like if you date someone and y'all break up then instantaneously you and that f- person are not friends you hate each other and it's like burn it down yeah it doesn't always it doesn't have to be like that unless it does have to be like that you know usually it doesn't have to be like yeah, that. i agree it's like most of the time you don't have to like just, yeah it's like it didn't work out that's fine you can just you know be an adult yeah be emotionally intelligent enough to be like okay well that's all right it's all right it's cool it was going to happen. Might as well. I didn't want to be with you anyway. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeremy, as he brings uh, Tyrone Davis's Can I Change My Mind. As I took those steps Toward that open door Knowing all the time Oh, Lord, I just didn't want to go she didn't give me no sign Nothing that would make me change my mind I would like to start all over again Baby, can I change my mind? Please, 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 baby I just want to change my mind my games many times before this this man can bring the most forlorn sound to the funkiest bright beat like this is the bright sound i wanted to hear all week and like even though yeah it's made a mistake in love but like still perfectly bright awesome song even though he's sounding forlorn like them horns ain't gonna lie and his voice is just so dang smooth yeah first things first i just got to mention the bass line for the song is just outrageous <laughs> that guy does not stop the funk even for a second i think that's part of what gives the song the sense of like anxiety and unrest despite the rest of the song being really smooth and forlorn 
Uh, lyrically, we've kind of moved on from the mistake of falling in love, and now we have a song about the mistake of leaving when you should have stayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you forget just how good you have it till you ain't got it no more. And this song kind of plays on that feeling of the narrator getting swept up in his own self-importance and thinking he'll get what he wants from his partner by being like super performative and leaving all dramatically. And he's hoping that his lady will stop him and they'll make up and everything will finally set itself right for him after this huge tense moment of resolution. But she's fed up and she doesn't stop him. She just seems indifferent that he's leaving. And, and now he's the one hurting because he let his ego get the best of him. And, you know, he just left behind the person that truly made him happy. But... At least he still has that Funkalicious baseline. I'm just saying, that Funkalicious baseline and the it's horns. It's very good. Those horns are yeah. so awesome. A lot of interplay between the bass and the horns, too. It's really it's great. It's so playful, yet sad. <laughs> I just like it. It's a really, really good song. And um, I, I guess I hadn't ever heard of Tyrone Davis before. Yeah, I have not either. Yeah, but he's, he's he brings some stuff. Uh, Charlie is going to round out the Ear Buddies this week with um, Idlewild's song, Mistake Pageant. Stand up, looking up, I'm at a faded party. I couldn't stand up, looking up at a famous party. It was a mistake, Patrick. It was a mistake from the start. This is a mistake, Patrick. So if less than Jake and the mature Blink-182 had like a little baby, <laughs> it would be this song. I'm pretty sure. I definitely feel the the mature Blink-182 kind of thing that you're, that you're uh, drawing on there. Yeah, and it's like, you know, not necessarily like those punchy like attacks of... Um, like lyric attacks like this this is actually a pretty smooth version yeah. of like both lesson jake and blink 182 but sure. like there's something about this music that's like it's kind of like happy happy and poppy and stuff jangly guitars and it's like got your nice unison unison chorus that's going on and just makes me feel reminiscent of high school uh even though apparently everybody is a mistake at this party <laughs> and bah that's what that is i'm pretty sure right maybe yeah yeah, Charlie's schooling us as always. Uh, Idlewild is a Scottish band. It's been around since the mid-90s uh, with this song coming from their record that came out in around 2000. And the sound really characterizes and uh, exhibits that sort of transitional space between like the dense pop sounds of the 90s with the more nuanced indie influences that came out in the, in the 2000s. Uh, this song would be just as home at home on a 90s alternative playlist as it would be on like a contemporary indie pop playlist. And although plenty of 90s bands have staying power and put out great songs that held up well over time, a sound like this like really dials in an interesting ambiguity where otherwise like wouldn't be sure what decade it's from. It's just a really relatable tune with like this timeless production. Uh, thematically, I really love that, uh, in contrast to most of the other songs submitted, this one leaves it really ambiguous to what the nature of any, 
you know, particular mistakes were. It just focuses more on that feeling of being stuck with bad luck and poor foresight. And it feels like everything you do is a mistake that kind of blows up in your face. And I think that feeling's pretty universal and leaving it up to the listener to like fill in the blanks with their own mistakes and missteps kind of gives the song a much broader appeal and probably lends a lot to that sort of timeless amorphous sound as well. Yeah. It's like anytime I drop stuff at work and I'm like, well, that's dead to me. <laughs> yeah. That's a mistake. Oops. Gotta start over. Which pretty much that's what we're like. Anytime you drop something on the floor, it is kind of dead to you at the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably um, a good idea, especially right now. Uh, yes. Definitely not right now, which... I guess we're next week's theme. I think we're going to actually tackle that big old elephant in the on st- sitting on top of the globe. Yeah. So um, we'll figure out what that prompt is going to be specifically. I don't think it's going to be plague related. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out something. We'll figure something out and uh, we'll, you know, address the situation. And we're going to make the show each week. That's the thing. Yeah, I think we can keep making the show for sure. Yeah, so we may have to do it remotely, but yeah, we'll, we'll figure out something. Yeah, I haven't been working for uh, a few days now, like not because of any self quarantine. It's just because that's just how my schedule worked out. So, um, like I haven't been at work for a little bit, so I'll have to see what work has for me because I am an ICU nurse. So. If I get like exposed, I'm not going to try to murder Mitchell with my germs. Yeah, I appreciate that. My my roommates also appreciate that. <laughs> They'll be lysoling you oh, whenever yeah, you get home sure. tonight. So, um, but yeah, so the show's gonna get made each week anyway. We'll just have to do it possibly remotely, and we'll figure out how to manage that, which I've done before. So it's not gonna be completely and totally confusing. And Mitchell, I'm pretty sure you have. Yeah, a, I can figure it out. Yeah, you'll you'll get it done. Um. You can tweet at us. I'm at Pow I Gotcha. And I'm at Madam Woolite, and the show is at Andy Pod. Uh, the Facebook group is Earbuds and Earworms Podcast Group, and the voicemail line is 731-400-BUDS or... 731-400-2837. You can email us show, endpod at gmail.com, and eventually I'm going to figure out what is going wrong when I'm uploading to endpod.com because... The audio is not working, but I'll figure it out Whoops at some point. I've been, I've been trying to figure it out for like two weeks now. So I am aware of the problem. I'm trying each week. We'll figure it out. Uh, but we're part of the 10710 network. And um, yeah, stay strong, y'all. <laughs> we're gonna get this we're gonna get this figured out um what's our final song this week mitchell so i'm gonna leave us with bill wirtz and his song just did a bad thing uh we featured this song before which is normally against our rules but i'm uh i'm gonna <laughs> throw that all over the fence right now uh it was almost a year ago anyway but it's just the perfect song for the theme and i feel like bill wirtz still hasn't gotten enough attention so uh bill wirtz is a really eclectic musician Uh, He's virtuosic on multiple instruments, but especially on the drums. Uh, He plays all the instruments on his songs, and even the electronic stuff is all played by hand in the studio. Uh, The song kind of hints at themes of existential dread and feelings of uncertainty and that sort of uh, constant anxious feeling of regret for all the things that you did or all the things that you didn't do. And throughout the song, he makes reference to having just done a bad thing. And he never really tells you what the bad thing is until the final verse when he says, I just did a bad thing. I've ruined everything. And I've let the things I've ruined ruin me. And it's just a brilliant line that I think sums up, you know, a thread that kind of runs tangentially through all these songs, which is we're all going to mess up and ruin everything. But the worst thing you can do is let those mistakes and regrets ruin you or define you. And I could talk for another hour about this song or about Bill Wirtz in general, but instead I'll let him take us out this week. Here's Bill Wirtz with Just Did a Bad Thing.
live here, Benny. We have the option to edit that. Thank God. Yeah, bro, I'm a professional. Benny, where the hell are we? New York, Connecticut or something? Oh, jeez. Ow! I broke the bucket, Benny. All right. <laughs> Speaking of... There. That should work. <laughs>